without giving away what happens in the Bible. <laughs> um, I think some people might know. Hi, I'm Michelle Friedman, Chair of Pastoral Counseling at Yeshiva Chovevei Torah, here with Pastoral Parsha, and welcoming Dr. Rachel Yehuda, who is a guest lecturer at Yeshivat Chovevei Torah and co-author of the book with me, The Art of Jewish Pastoral Counseling, A Guide for All Faiths. Today, Rachel and I are continuing with the Parsha of Chaye Sarah. And this might be a surprise to our listeners, but the theme that we are actually going to explore today in two main stories of the Parsha is the theme of love. And so Rachel, why don't you start with the first story? Well, the first story in the Parsha, Michelle, is about how uh, Sarah dies. And uh, Abraham um, spends, well, it seems like an enormous amount of energy, effort, and money uh, trying to locate the perfect burial spot for her. The question that we want to um, really ask about that story is, is that part of a love story? And how does it set the stage for the love story that we're about to read about Abraham's son and Rebecca? So if we look at the story of Abraham acquiring the cave to bury Sarah, it's, it does set the stage for, it, it's all about action. And it's about how he negotiates, how much he spends. There really isn't, there is no feeling word used. And in striking contrast to this is verse 2467, when from the, for the first time in the Bible, the word love is used as applied to a man and a woman, to a couple. Because the text says, And Isaac brought her, meaning Rebekah, into the tent of Sarah his mother. He married Rebekah, she became his wife, and he loved her. And thus was Isaac consoled, is this translation, comforted after his mother. So here we have not just one, but two really deeply moving feeling words, love and consolation. Now, what's so striking about this story is that chapter 24, verse 66, is preceded by 65 earlier verses, which are all about the action story of Abraham's servant getting the directions from Abraham about what kind of wife to get for Isaac, what the test is going to be, him going on the journey, checking out Rebecca, retelling this story. So there's a tremendous amount of preparation that comes before the moment when Isaac falls in love with Rebecca. So here we have this second story of love and consolation big feeling words that are preceded by a tremendous amount of preparation. And I'm thinking about what does that tell us about modern courtship? Well, it may tell us that modern courtship requires a lot of planning and work. <laughs> um, but I agree. I think that until now, wives just simply appear, That's mates right. appear. Um, I mean, a little review of that is kind of an interesting idea. Eva, you know, is the only person on uh, J-Date when Adam shows up. And we don't know anything about where Sarah came from. She's just there in the story. She's just there in the story. We have a lot of really interesting um, 
events occurring in the marriage of Abraham and Sarah, and sometimes she has to say she's a sister, right. and a lot of things um, are going on there. I mean, they, they are very much a couple in some ways in having a very um, together agenda about their destiny and s establishing the family and the descendants. Uh, but this is really the first time that we begin at the beginning, and we talk about how to find an appropriate mate, what are the qualities to look for. We see Rebecca, in fact, showing the qualities that are befitting and desirable. And Rebecca makes a choice. Rebecca has agency in this story. She is asked, do you want to go? Yes, and that's, that's also a very important part of a courtship story that even if um, someone is being selected on someone's behalf, um, the bride has to consent. And it is really only by actively consenting and wanting to go that there can really be a basis of, of love. And this makes me think about clinical practice where I would say everybody who is doing any kind of therapy practice spends a lot of time hearing stories about heartbreak, either having to do with loneliness in terms of not being able to find love, or heartbreak in terms of thinking that love and intimacy are in the picture only to be heartbroken. And I think that in the thousands of years that have elapsed between these stories and today, I'm not sure that people are any wiser about how to go about finding love and making it work over time. Well, what you learn from the story is that Abraham has some preconditions. He wants to make sure that the girl is from the right kind of family with the right kind of upbringing. Then there's another level of the personal actions of the girl. How is she going to conduct herself? Is she, does she have the generosity of spirit? Does she have the modesty? There's a verse where when she's just about to meet Isaac, she covers herself with her veil. Um, what are the qualities um, that somebody looks for, even in a mate um, that somebody else might pre-select for you? And um, it's a touching story that it's the first time you get a sense that these events that are occurring in the Bible are having an emotional impact. Right. Um, Isaac needed comfort. He needed to be consoled. He has feelings, he has emotions. And, and he's also somebody who's been deeply traumatized. Yes. Just uh, a short while ago, when he was up there uh, on the mountain and his father was about to sacrifice him. So he is somebody who has been rendered very vulnerable by that experience and then by the loss of his mother. And so in a way, while he may be traumatized, he's also emotionally ready. And I think that while the story does not focus on the, on the woman's feelings, we don't know if Rebecca loves Isaac, we want to draw from this Parsha that these feelings need to be cultivated on both sides, by both members of a couple. Uh, well, what we do learn from the story is that Rebecca is a woman of competence. That's right. And I think that that sets up a very important dynamic because... What is going to happen is that Rebecca and Isaac are going to have really different preferences in terms of their favorite child. Right. And without pre 
uh, without without giving away what happens in the Bible, <laughs> um, I think some people might know. But I think something that you're you're touching on, which is such an important point, and we see every day in stories of of uh, romance gone awry, is that the very thing that draws you to somebody else, whether it's different competencies, a different kind of sensibility of the world. Oh, this person has something so special that may be different from oneself because Isaac and Rebecca have very different strengths and competencies is oftentimes the thing that drives you nuts later on in the relationship. What is the magic, the chemistry that people talk about when they feel that there's an attraction at first sight? Oftentimes that can be the same thing that drives people into very pained places. I think that that's true, but what? But I think what what's being set up here is a marriage of equals. Right. That we really don't have a situation of a very passive young woman who's just being carried to her destiny and being told what she has to do. And in fact, in contrast, let's say to Noah's wife, we have no idea we don't even know her name. We don't know where she comes from. We just know that she's there and she's had these three sons. So this story, as you're saying, really fills out so much more about Rebecca's background, her family story, and her particular skills. But but as the as the um, parshiot evolve, we really begin to get a lot of texture, emotional structure of relationships, and calling something love is a very nice way to take the next step yes. from the relationship or the relationships that uh, we were previously reading about. Thank you, Rachel, and I look forward to continuing this increasingly rich conversation with Parshat Toldos. You've been listening to The Pastoral Parsha with Dr. Michelle Friedman and Dr. Rachel Yehuda. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. This podcast is brought to you by Yeshiva Chuvei Torah. To learn more about YCT, visit yctorah.org.